Before this episode starts off, guys, featuring Ryan Reyes, I want to tell you guys, go check out California USA Wrestling. Link to their Twitter, Instagram, and website down below. Whether you're a seasoned wrestler or a beginner wrestler, I definitely recommend you guys go ahead and check them out. Now let's hop in to this episode. Welcome back, everybody, to Satellite Talk. I'm your host, Chase Saldate, and today I'm here with Ryan Reyes from Gilroy High. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Ryan. I'm Ryan Reyes, state champ. Two-time NHSCA national champ. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> All right. So let's hop into some questions right away. Now, um, on your Twitter, you're under Steamboat. That's kind of your nickname. But people yeah, also right, like to call Steamboat. you sm- people call you Smoke Detector. What's your number one nickname? I guess you can say because I don't think you could have two. I mean, you kind of got to have one. Um, my number one nickname. I don't know. I've been called like Rhino, like always, like growing up. But, like, I always, like, never, I never liked that. So, mm-hmm. like, I wanted to, like, find a new nickname. Mm-hmm. And then Deron Wayne called me Smoke Detector one time. <laughs> and uh, I, I didn't know how I felt about that one either. And then one day, me and Nick were just watching. We're playing, like, Fortnite or something. And he, like, just came up in the room and called me Ryan Steamboat. And I thought it was the hardest name ever. And then, like, I Googled it. And I figured it out that it was like an old like WWE wrestler. The name was like Ricky Steamboat. And I don't know. I thought the dude looked pretty hard. And I was like, wow, like that's my fucking, that's my nickname. So ever since then, it's been Ryan Steamboat Reyes? Yeah, that's my, that's my nickname. So I, I sort of adapted to that. Okay, okay. So hopping into some little more serious questions now. You were at Clovis West for three years be- uh, before coming to Gilroy, right? Yeah. Alright, so what were your kind of initial thoughts before you came to Gilroy? What were you kind of expecting as far as the school and just overall in general, your experience? Um, when I first, like, sort of thought about going to Gilroy, I, like, I really I really didn't even think about it too much. I was like, I'd never go to Gilroy. Like, I hate Gilroy. I hate uh, Tony Andrade for beating me twice in the semis. <laughs> I hate... The coaches, I hate everything about Gilroy. And then I, I knew I had to, I didn't have to leave my school, but I knew that where I was at wasn't going to give me, like, the right the right tools and, like, just put me in the right situation. So I knew I had to leave. And um, I don't know, I, I just sort of realized that having Duran and DC as my coach didn't seem like a too bad of an idea. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I made the move and... It's pretty so cool. Definitely, I, I didn't really expect too much from like the school. Uh-huh. I just realized how small of a town Gilroy is. Like mm-hmm. it is so small. Yeah, it's and true. it's so much different than than what I'm used to. Exactly. Coming from Clovis where you have multiple high schools and tons yeah. of people. So, um, I know you know Nick Valeriel, Nate Valeriel, kinda did you really know anybody else coming onto the team or were you kinda uh, just like, I know Nate and Nick, I'll meet everyone else, like I'll be fine. Uh, I sorta just I knew him from, like, growing up. I wrestled probably every Gilroy kid, <laughs> I feel like. So I, I, I knew of them, but I never, like, knew them too personally, except for, like, mm-hmm. Nick and Nate, obviously. But, yeah, I just sort of sort of went in with, like, one friend at Gilroy High. <laughs> sort of weird. Hey, and within a month, what were you, like, one of the most popular seniors there? No. <laughs> All right, so... Um, after placing third two years in a row, like, what do you think was the biggest difference that got you into the state finals your senior year and potentially winning uh, it after? 
I don't know, like, I think I was sort of in my head too much mm-hmm. going going into, like, those matches now that I sort of reflect on it. I feel like I was I was letting the match get away from me because I was too worried about winning or losing. And I wasn't really focused on um, wrestling, like, getting to my, like, positions, like, scoring, stuff like that. I sort of, I sort of was just too focused on winning, losing, and, and winning state, like, getting the state title. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when your, like, main goal is just to do that, uh, you're probably not going to you're not gonna like uh, compete or perform very well because it's that that's the end result. Like you, you really gotta uh, perform the way like the, your your best. So I feel like I was just too worried about winning and uh, worried about not losing. So I think once I stopped thinking about that, I just thought about I had to beat the guy in front of me and I was gonna score a lot of points and do it. I think that's the difference. So do you think that comes with something Duran and DC have showed you or is it something that kind of just with you becoming more mature and more of a better wrestler that you kind of clicked into your own head or what do you what do you think it was? I think it had to do both a little bit. I feel like they definitely helped out just from the way we practice and the way um, the way we do everything. We do everything really hard. I feel like we never had like a a light day like everything was pretty hard and just the people who I was training with I I sort of knew at the state tournament that nobody was uh at my caliber like Mm -hmm. nobody was on my level so like just going in there knowing knowing that like it's pretty easy just to open up and really score a lot of points and and pin these kids Mm -hmm. and that's really what you you got a lot of bonus points this year and yeah. for the most part, you kind of walked through the state tournament, I would say. Definitely no one pushed you to your absolute limits, and yeah. that's that's huge. And you think that's basically – you've always had that ability. It's just been you're holding yourself back, correct? I, I feel like I had the ability to, to perform a little bit better. I feel like I, I could have performed better at state, mm-hmm. but when I got to the finals, I sort of wrestled a little timid. I wrestled a little cautious, mm-hmm. but I scored like – I think I looked at it, it as like sixty something points to like ten points scored on me at the state oh, tournament. Wow. And all the points scored on me were all escapes. <laughs> so like that's pretty crazy. So like just knowing that that you're at a different level and that's mm-hmm. the level that you wanna perform at and like compete at, it's just it motivates me to like do better. So you you're about to graduate and you're gonna be attending yeah. Fresno State. Like, what made you really think Fresno is the best for you? Being from Fresno area, like, that's kind of your hometown. Like, give us, like, what you see Fresno State as and why you chose that school. Uh, I tell, like, a bunch of people who've asked me, like, if I was still in Fresno at Clovis West for my senior year, I'd probably not be going to Fresno State. Oh, I wow. feel like I'd be making a big mistake because uh, once I once I got away from Fresno and away from just home really like Mm -hmm. i i had like a different uh like feeling towards i i missed home and i like wanted to be back and um i feel like once if i would have made the wrong decision stayed there went somewhere else it could have could have really like affected me uh uh, negatively but now that i i've been away now now i realize how how great fresno is how great the program uh is going to be like it's going in the right direction and i think that if we can get a lot of the California kids just to have that same mentality, mm-hmm. I feel like Fresno State's going to be even better. 
sure. switching off to Fresno State a little more, talking a little bit more about that. You have um, you said a couple more California kids. You would like to see them really buy into the program, and from what it looks like this year, you guys do have um, Christian Rodriguez, Jace Lucha, Tristan Lujan, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Do you think these are some of the people that bought in, and those are the people with your group that could really take Fresno State as it's building to this new level that you see it as? Uh, yeah, I definitely think it's like a, a step in the right direction having my recruiting class um, come coming to Fresno State. But um, yeah, yeah, I feel like once we have that set of kids that all have the same goal of being the best, I feel like it's only going to help Fresno State um, do even better. I think they're like number 22 in the country right now. It's their second year back. So that's pretty crazy. So um, with that, that's pretty much it for this like whole interview. Would you like to tell anything to the fans? Would you like them to? uh, You can go shout out your Instagram, shout out your Twitter, all that stuff. Go ahead. Um, shout out to Cleveland Belton for being hella ugly. I hope I hope he's listening to this shit. But yeah, I hope uh, I hope Cleveland's listening to this. Shouts out to Casey Lester. Shouts out to Deron Wynn, the boy. Um, yeah, that's about it. All right, Ryan, thanks for coming on the show today. Glad to have you. And, uh, I guess I'll see you in a couple days at school. I'll see you, yeah. (laughs) See you, dog. Yeah, see you. All you guys, so that is it for today's Satellite Talk with our special guest, Ryan Reyes. Hope you guys enjoyed. Go ahead and follow me, Chase underscore Saldati on Instagram and at Satellite Chase on Twitter to stay up with all the new podcasts whenever they release. Tomorrow's guest is always unknown, but you guys can figure that out by following me on Instagram and Twitter. Hope you guys enjoyed once again and be back tomorrow at 7.30 in the morning every day for a new podcast.